the B-List Daily from the Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios across the NBR Radio Network on Sports Time Maine AM 780. Maddie B and Wing with you here. Um, I, there's so many things that I want to talk about uh, that that uh, I don't even know where to start at this point. I really I don't know I don't know where to start. First thing I think I want to talk about is uh, is the Washington Capitals. It was a great game last night. It really, the only, you know the sa- the saddest part about that series was they didn't last seven games. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So congratulations to the Capitals. I know there are a lot of longtime Capitals fans that have been waiting for this forty four years. So uh, you know, good for them. I mean, yeah. I when they were up or when uh, Vegas came back to tie it at three three, I'm like, you know, I'm thinking to myself, the Capitals have lost three one leads before in the past. No, it's worse than that. Yeah. Vegas went up 3-2, yeah. and then Washington tied it up. It was yep. like, whoa, mm-hmm. baby, coming on. Then they got another one. Yeah, they no question. I thought the same thing. When when Vegas went ahead, it's like, uh-oh, here we go. They, they're going to start you know, tightening up the grip on the stick, which not good. The um, Vetchkin was unbelievable. Yeah. yeah I agree. He was everywhere. I agree. And I love... The tradition of uh, of the cup, what it means, is better than any other one in sports, and your name gets engraved on it. I mean that it's incredible what that feeling must be. I don't, I don't know if I told you one time when the kids they must have been Josh must have been in middle school and Aaron was a little bit younger. I read somewhere that the Stanley Cup and uh, John Stewart, who's one of the officials, one of the big officials, uh, were going to be at Faneuil Hall. So, hey, I said, hey, let's go. So we jumped in the car and drove to Boston on a Saturday. Sure enough, we walk in Faneuil Hall. I don't know if people didn't know or what. There was no line. We walked right up. They had a little alcove, and there's Stuart and the cop. My kids hugged it, kissed it, tried to hoist it over their head. I mean, I got some great pictures of my kids in the cup, and, you know, they got down and looked at all the different names on it. I mean, it. Is that cup is unbelievable? It is. It really is. It really is. And everybody gets it for a day. Captain gets it two days. Everybody gets it for a day. I mean that. Well, we know Dumoulin brought it to Biddeford, Maine, and uh, back along when New Jersey Devils won it, um, the coach at Maine was uh, an assistant, and he brought it to Maine twice. And uh, pretty special. Pretty special. I got to see it when uh, John Leclerc brought it to uh, brought it to uh, Bellows Free Academy in St Albans back in '93, actually after they beat the Kings. Which is where what's his name used to coach. Also, the coach from Maine used to be at Bellows Free. Really? Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, I heard him speak a couple times at clinics. That's why I've been so shocked that Maine just seems to have not floundered. It's probably not the right word. They just haven't been very good, and he is. So dynamic uh, when he and the way that he talks about drills and how you do things and whatever. And of course, in those leagues, we know it's all about recruiting. Yep. If you don't recruit the studs, it makes a difference what you're running. It's true. One hundred percent true. Doesn't matter at that point. So no more hockey. No more hockey. That's a wrap. They've done on all that. the the uh, juniors overseas and this and that. They have tournaments all the time. They're all done. Now it's the draft is coming up. It's not this weekend. I think it's It'll be the, the weekend next weekend. after. I yeah. think uh, 
and the Bruins don't have a first-round draft pick. They they traded that away for <laughs> basically Rick a bag Nash, of balls for Rick Nash, which was a waste of time. Yes. And and Spooner and a young defenseman. That was big waste. There's talk that they they're after some young defenseman from Edmonton, but because they, they want somebody to take Backus in his six million dollar contract, which is not going to happen. Oh yeah, I'm sure nobody somebody's in the NHL all over is that. taking that. Now remember, Vegas is going to have thirty million dollars in cap space, so they're going to be a mover. They're going to be back this year. By the way, it's not like this is they're going to, you know, they're not going away. No, you know, they're not an old team. A lot of times, what it used to happen to to expansion franchise, they got either really really young guys mm-hmm. that didn't have any experience, or really old guys that somebody didn't want. All retreads. I mean, this team, uh, Colin Miller, that they got from the Bruins, I think, I think it was a mistake. I would have left, I would have left uh, McQuaid or somebody else unprotected. Colin Miller can play, he can skate. He played on their power play. He's young. I, I was disappointed. Uh, but Neil, from they, they got from Pittsburgh. I mean, he's a player, and he's not a, he's not an old man. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, I think you're right. They got a lot of cap space. They, who wouldn't want to go to Vegas and play? Kidding me? You know the other thing. If I'm the Raiders right now. I am trying to emulate this model oh, as much as I can. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's interesting whether or not Gruden will make a difference on free agents coming to Oakland. See, I don't think he will. In fact, if anything, he, I think this Gruden experiment is going to fail. Well, I know, and he's got a ten-year contract. He's going to fail miserably. The one other thing I want to go back to the Stanley Cup. You know, the other thing that I absolutely love about it is even when the visiting team wins, the entire place stays and watches the presentation and and the guys carrying the puck around the ice and kissing it, whatever. You get that in no other sport. The game ends in basketball. If it's on the road, I mean, you can look up in the stands, it's empty. It's true. Major League Baseball, they start filing out in the seventh inning, you know, stuff. I mean, in in hockey, everybody stays even when it's the, the your team lost. It's incredible. It's true, too. It is. I mean, watch the lot just even last night. And every year I say the same thing. I can't believe nobody's left. You just died with a dagger in your heart because your team lost. Even when it's the seventh game, they're all there to watch the presentation. Every one of them. It's it's amazing. I don't know if it's about hockey people or respect for the cup. I, I don't know what it is, but it's it's fantastic. So Man. good times last night. Congratulations to Barry Trotz, former Portland Pirates coach. I don't know if you know that or not. I did you know, know that. I did know that, and I that was the one. I'm I I was kind of pulling for Vegas, except for him. I I do like him. I think he. He's, he's kind of a funky coach. He's got some different ideas, but you know what? They work. I think he changed the culture of that team that we can do this. And he talked about that, about changing the culture. And, and I, he, you know, he went to Ovechkin, one of the best players in the league, and for quite a period of time, and said, we need more from you. <laughs> Hello? What? <laughs> That's like going to LeBron saying, we need you to do more. Yeah, I'm going to need you really? to really? do a little yeah, more. Okay. LeBron threw a little shade on Golden State, didn't he? He, he, he's, I don't know. You can tell I don't like him. But 
All right, so you don't like LeBron, right? I don't want him to come to Boston. I, I'm sorry. Even if it means we're going to win a championship next year, I want to win it without him. And I think we can. We get everybody back together. By the way, there is some t- talk that the Celtics, for whatever reason, this is surfaced again, they're not sure Kyrie's going to resign. It's true. Which would mean that Danny would dump him and take LeBron. It's almost like you're reading my mind about things I'm going to talk about today. Strange. So, I've been kind of on the fence about this since we've talked about it. And, and again, there's there's a possibility that this this may not happen. Okay? There's a, there's a heavy possibility. However, there's a really good article today in The Ringer about this by Jonathan Tarks. The King is looking for an ideal situation both the short and long term. The Celtics can offer him one last chance at a dynasty before his career is over. Yes, really. LeBron James can't beat the Warriors by himself. He's averaging almost 38 points on almost 53% shooting, almost 11 assists, and 9 rebounds a game in the NBA Finals, and the Cavs are still down 3 to nothing, headed into Game 4 tonight. Kevin Durant confirmed that he will resign with the Warriors, uh, Warriors this offseason. Golden State clearly isn't going anywhere, so creating a team that matches up with them should be James' main priority as a free agent this summer. There are many interesting destinations he can choose from. But there's one under-the-radar option that stands out. LeBron should go to Boston. It gives him the best chance to not only win a title next season, but also create a dynasty. LeBron saw the Celtics' potential firsthand in the Eastern Conference Finals when they took him to seven games despite, despite not having Kyrie Irving or Gordon Hayward. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, one of the most talented young duos in the league, are the perfect wingmen to complement him on both sides of the ball, while Al Horford combines the best elements of Chris Bosh and Kevin Love in one package. Boston also has Brad Stevens, the best young coach in the NBA, in a creative front office with a treasure trove of future first-round picks to add more talent going forward, either in the draft or through trades. Kyrie, who left Cleveland last season to strike out on his own, is the obvious complicating factor. He may not want to play with LeBron again, but his opinion doesn't actually matter that much if Boston decides to go after James. The quartet of LeBron, Horford, Tatum, and Brown matches up well with Golden State's four all-stars. Kyrie, as the point guard in that starting lineup, would have an embarrassment of riches to play with. The Celtics could still use him, but they wouldn't need him either. LeBron would need to take the same path to Boston that Chris Paul took to Houston. He would have to opt into the final year of his contract at $35.6 million, and the Celtics could trade for him with a package based around either Hayward or Irving. Since both teams are over the salary cap, the first step is matching the salaries. We talk about this all the time. Which would be easier with Hayward, who will make $31.2 million next year, than Kyrie, who will only make $20.1. The Cavs might prefer to acquire Hayward, who they once chased in free agency, over Kyrie, considering all the prior history between the two parties. Hayward is also under contract for two more seasons, while Kyrie could be free next offseason. The simplest deal would be trading LeBron for Hayward, Marcus Morris, and a first-round pick. Cleveland, as much as they might hate to trade LeBron within their conference, would have to do it. If Hayward returns at 100% from his ankle injury, he would be their new franchise player, and a team built around Hayward and Kevin Love would immediately be relevant in the Eastern Conference. They could round out their starting lineup with some combination of George Hill, J.R. Smith, Tristan Thompson, Larry Nance Jr., Morris, and the number 8 overall pick. The optics of trading Hayward would be horrible from Boston's mm. perspective, but it wouldn't be the most ruthless trade of Danny Ainge's tenure. They already shipped off Isaiah Thomas after he gutted through a severely injured hip and the death of his sister in last year's playoffs. 
Hayward has played a grand total of five minutes with the franchise. They don't owe him anything in comparison to Thomas, who may have ruined his career by playing through the pain and not opting for hip surgery. The NBA is a cold world, and no GM is more cold-blooded than Ainge. LeBron, much like Paul last season, has the bargaining power to make this happen. If the Cavs refuse to trade him, he can opt out of his contract and sign with the Lakers. In that scenario, Cleveland would still be way over the cap with nothing to show for losing LeBron, and the team would be faced with the possibility of losing Love and free agency the following offseason. At that point, the Cavs might have to trade Love for pennies on the dollar and begin yet another rebuilding project, which can't be too appealing considering how poorly that went the last time LeBron left. Even winning back-to-back number one overall picks. Trading Kyrie would be more complicated financially. Boston doesn't have that many salaries they can use for matching purposes. Horford, Hayward, Brown, and Tatum would be off-limits in that scenario, while Marcus Smart couldn't be moved if he signs a one-year qualifying offer. They would literally have to clear out the rest of their roster, packaging Kyrie, Morris, Yabu, Terry Rozier, Semi Ojale, Abdel Nader, and Daniel Thies to add up to LeBron's salary. Cleveland would have to find new homes for most of those guys since they wouldn't have enough roster spots. A more feasible alternative would be including a third team in a trade and sending Kyrie to another team like the Knicks, who Yahoo Sports' Chris Mannix mentioned as a threat to acquire Irving in free agency next summer. One trade possibility that Ringer CEO Bill Simmons threw out was sending Kyrie to New York, with the Cavs getting at least two more first-round picks in the deal, number 9 and 27 in this year's draft, as well as a bunch of expiring contracts like Marcus Morris, Emmanuel Mude, and Enos Cantor. There are plenty of other alternatives that the Celtics could explore, and Cavs could explore, and both front offices would have the motivation to get something done. The bottom line is LeBron can get himself to Boston if he wants to, and he should, because none of his other options are as appealing from a purely basketball perspective. He could go out west to Houston or one of the Los Angeles teams, but that would mean battling Golden State before the finals and exposing himself to competing, to, uh, exposing himself to the wear and tear of competing in the Superior Conference. Philadelphia is the other option for him if he wants to stay in the East, but the on-court fit between LeBron, Ben Simmons, and Joel Embiid isn't as natural as the one between LeBron and the Young Celtics. Given Brian Colangelo's resignations, there are concerns about Philadelphia's organizational stability as well. Going to Boston would kill two birds with one stone. LeBron would be in a position to break Bill Russell's record of 10 consecutive NBA Finals appearances, while simultaneously removing the biggest obstacle in his path. It would be the exact opposite move that Kevin Durant made. Instead of joining a team that eliminated him and had already won a title, LeBron would be partnering with a group of young up-and-comers whom he had already beaten almost single-handedly. Nike could sell it as LeBron imparting his wisdom onto the next generation of players. There'd be pushback from fans of the media, but LeBron knows how quickly that can change. He was the most hated athlete in America after the decision, and no one holds that against him anymore. Even his hometown fans wouldn't be that mad this time around since he's leaving after winning one for the land. American society is a prisoner of the moment. doesn't matter how LeBron's move to Boston is initially perceived if he ends up beating Golden State, arguably the most talented team of all time. It'd be great for the NBA as well, since LeBron going up against the Warriors on equal terms would likely create the highest-rated finals in the past 20 years. The possibilities are tantalizing. Brown is 21, Tatum is 20, and both have so much room to get better. Brown would relieve LeBron of his defensive responsibilities during the regular season, while Tatum could step up on offense when he needs a night off. They could be the Manu and Tony Parker to LeBron's Tim Duncan, allowing him to extend his career deep into his 30s. With Stevens as its version of Greg Popovich, Boston could be San Antonio Northeast, and the Celtics could have the flexibility to keep adding talent for years to come. The Celtics have many more picks in the pipeline. Boston has the number 27 pick in this year's draft, and it could have as many as four first-round picks in next year's draft, the most notable being the Kings' 2019 pick, which is only protective if it's number one overall. They also have a pick from the Grizzlies that is top eight protected in 2019, top six protected in 2020, and completely unprotected in 2021. 
Given how well the Celtics have drafted lately, it's not hard to see a scenario which they had two more All-Stars over the next four years. The other wild card on the horizon is Anthony Davis, who has two years left on his contract before a player option before the 2020-21 season. Considering all that could happen with DeMarcus Cousins, who is entering free agency this offseason after tearing his Achilles, the situation in New Orleans could go south in a hurry, and no team could outbid Boston for Davis. The Celtics may have enough assets to give the Pelicans an offer they can't refuse. Davis is eight years younger than LeBron. They could have the same dynamic as Magic and Kareem, except that the big man is the younger player. Everything is on the table for LeBron. Get to Boston, he makes a run at Jordan's six championships, Russell's 10 consecutive finals appearances, Duncan's streak of 19 playoff appearances, and he might be able to top Jordan on longevity alone, much less if he can create one final dynasty. He could also turn the tables on Durant, who is 7-1 against LeBron in the finals since signing with Golden State. LeBron versus the Warriors isn't over. It's only just begun. Wow. He's thought that all through. So tell me how that works. If if you and I are trading, it's got to match up money-wise. Mm-hmm. When there's three teams, how does that work? It still has to match up money-wise, but it has to match up money-wise between the teams that are exchanging salaries. So, for example, the Knicks would have to send out $20 million in salary to take in Kyrie's salary, and the Cavaliers and Celtics would still have to match. But the thing is, the Celtics can then match that over because they'll be able to take that other – you know what I mean? Like – a, th- a three-way deal works in that aspect of it. So if LeBron opts in, that's when you're going to have to be like, hey, you know, what's happening here? So so the opt-in is better than LeBron the opt-in, trying to come to Boston on a yeah, free agent. Yeah, you can't. He's not going to be here as a free agent. You can, you can book that right now. So if he opts into his contract, Cleveland can say, no, we're not trading you. I don't give a damn what you They say. certainly could, but why? What would that do? Yeah, the guy's not going to show up every day pouting and not hustle. It's just not yeah, it's just are. Yeah, it's just you're, you're, you're not going to do anything. So He's I not going to be happy, clearly on But that, you're also but. not going to be happy if you let him go for nothing no, again, right? right? No, absolutely right. So, you know, he has the leverage to make it happen. I don't know. I I know it's a business, and I and I applaud Belichick for being, in essence, cold-hearted, because it always focuses on what's best for the team. I I just find it hard to think that we we recruited Gordon Haywood to come and play with his coach, mm-hmm. and now we're going to dump his butt. That somehow in my heart that bothers me. I know it's a business. And you would have LeBron James. I don't know. You say go for it, right? That's where I'm at currently. I really had to. I really had to think about it, you know. And the one thing, you know, I would, I would, you know, one of my friends said, you know, I would embrace the hell out of it. You know, you get to watch him play every night. Think about that. You get to watch LeBron play every night with Brown, Tatum, and Rozier. Yeah, but I watch what and happens Horford. with the guys around him. Yeah, but the guys around him aren't talented, and that's the problem. So you're saying he will pass the the ball He's to He's one Tatum. of the most unselfish on-the-court guys no, ori- I've ever seen. Originally, they complained that he didn't take the last and shot that's, enough. And that, my thing, is the issue. Like, everybody's always compared LeBron to Jordan. I, I've always thought he was... 
he was more of a Magic Johnson type. Like he could score and he could take the game over, but in, in all likelihood, he's going to be distributing. Now he has guys to distribute to. It's a little different kicking it out to the corner to Jason Tatum than it is, say, J.R. Smith. Guess so. And then you've got a Jalen Brown there. And maybe an Aaron Baines. And an Al Horford. Al Horford, LeBron James pick and rolls. Sign me up. Sign me up for yeah. all of the LeBron James, oh, yeah. Al Horford pick and rolls. You're right about that. Please tell me who's stopping that. I'm, I'll, I'll wait. So what is Marcus Smart and LeBron together? Let's that's like a superhero comedy waiting to happen. So what does Steven say about about Hayward? I I don't when know. Danny comes to him. He says, "Look, I'm going to trade Gordon Hayward." I don't know. What what is he going to say? And who am I getting back? Well, you're getting LeBron. You're getting LeBron back. I mean, you, you can't now. I'm being selfish. Do I want LeBron to break Bill Russell's records? No. But, but could you live with it if he's playing for the Celtics? I don't know. I'm such a I'm so squirrely when it comes to stuff like I that. I understand. Once I don't like somebody, it's hard for me to like them. This is a situation where honestly, I think LeBron needs Boston more than Boston le- no, needs LeBron. I, I don't think there's any question about that. I if he if he wants to be the king, as he always talks about being, oh, we'd have to suffer through all his press conferences. No, I just won't watch him. That's all. I've already seen pictures online with him with a Boston shirt on. Make you a little <laughs> nauseous? Just a little. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, just a little bit. We'll take a break. We'll have more. B-List Daily Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios. You're listening to the B-List Daily on Sports Time Maine, AM 780, WTME, Rumford, Mexico, Dixfield. There's a winning culture when it comes to sports teams in New England. Well, now there's a new team to add to the list. The orthopedic team at Spectrum Healthcare Partners. An all-star team of orthopedic care right here in your backyard. Four of the area's top orthopedic practices, OA Centers for Orthopedics, Central Maine Orthopedics, Falmouth Orthopedic Center, and Maine Ortho have joined forces to become a dream team of orthopedic care, where physicians, surgeons, sports medicine specialists, and clinical staff share resources and work as one to make patient care efficient and more affordable. To learn more about the orthopedic team at Spectrum Healthcare Partners and connect with a provider in your area, visit spectrumhcp.com slash ortho. That's spectrumhcp.com slash ortho. We believe in better, a better way to invest, a better way to serve you, and a better result. At Frisbee & Associates, we can help you determine how much risk you're taking, red flags that could be potential problems for you, how much you're paying in fees and commissions, potential tax liability, and how to address Social Security. For your free consultation, call Kevin Frisbee at 241-7430. Frisbee & Associates is located in Rumford, Brewer, and in Lewiston at 656 Main Street. Call 241-7430 online at frisbeebenefits.com. See something? Smell something? Do something. When your basement or crawl space smells, don't ignore it. Odors, mold, and harmful pollutants come from too much moisture and not enough air circulation making your home unhealthy. Do something. Call Wave Home Solutions today at 1-888-980-WAVE or go to goodairusa.com. 
Experts recommend ventilation instead of dehumidifiers to reduce moisture and expel harmful gases and pollutants. Wave moisture control units continuously dry out your home, transforming it into a fresher, healthier environment year-round. Wave units cost only pennies a day to operate, and there are no buckets too empty. Call Wave today at 1-888-980-WAVE or go to goodairusa.com. That's goodairusa.com or call 1-888-980-WAVE. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. Call Wallen Associates now and pay less than you owe. 800-727-0433. That's 800-727-0433. Did you ever look at the stains in your coffee cup and then realize that's exactly what happens to your teeth? Paraswabs is the five-minute solution to get your teeth white without visiting the dentist. This is John Greenhut, the CEO of Paraswabs. And if your teeth are stained from coffee, tea, or smoking, all it takes is five minutes with Paraswabs. In five minutes, you'll see an average of two shades whiter teeth, and in seven days, six shades. It's clinically proven to whiten natural teeth as well as caps and veneers. The secret is a tooth detergent that was developed by Dr. Martin Ginniger that lifts stains off of your teeth. Best of all, there's no messy strips or trays that you have to leave in your mouth for an hour. Just swab your teeth for five minutes, and you're done. To try Paraswabs risk-free, call 1-800-679-0969. That's 1-800-679-0969. I guarantee your bright white smile will have your friends talking about how great you look. Try it risk-free today. 1-800-679-0969. That's 1-800-679-0969. All aboard MBR.org! The place to get all your high school and amateur sports news and information. MBR.org is in high gear with Maine High School Winter Sports. Go to MBR.org to chat about your favorite team. Find the latest articles, travel news, and cancellations. Or visit their all-new and very popular team pages. MBR.org has everything you want to know about high school and amateur sports in Maine. Coming in February, all the high school tournament action at your fingertips 24-7. It's high school sports heaven. All aboard MBR.org! So, what happens when LeBron comes to Boston? Do we call it LeBroston? Like, how does that go? Like, please, I'm trying, I'm trying not to have the dry heaves over here. So, please be careful. Boss Braun, maybe oh, instead boy. of Boston. Oh boy, I don't know. I, 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 I'm, I can get into this idea. I could totally get into this. You're idea. already in it. What are you talking I'm already about? in let's, it. Let's, let's it. make it happen. Yeah, let's, let's make it happen. Almost, you're in. Let's. Let, I am in. And I and I'd like wow. it to ha- and maybe and maybe it happens with uh, maybe it happens with Kyrie too. Kyrie can stick around, and you can have Kyrie and LeBron, Jalen, Tatum, and Horford. There's your he, starting five. He doesn't want to play with them, but he doesn't want to play with them in Cleveland. I don't think he wants to play with them. Period. It changes the dynamic of the team. You think that's what you, it is completely? Yeah, you can you can say all you want. He wanted to be the guy. All right. And when he came to Boston, he was the guy. You want to, you want to start? Let, let's start building a roster here. Okay. Oh boy. Here let's we start, go, folks. Let's start. Let's start building a roster. You know the thing is, folks. When he does this, he's usually right. So start, let's see let's what start happens. Start a little here. roster building. A little I can roster write this building. down so I'll know what the roster is going to look like next year because it's right. probably it right here. Let's see. Anybody? 
Is there anybody on the Knicks that could be useful right now? Other than and Chris uh, Przingis, he's, not he's hurt, useful he's currently. Hurt. He's hurt anyway. I, I no thanks. Yeah, it doesn't really help you. Doesn't really. Uh, but they have a small forward. Um, it's a little older. What the hell is his name? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not so good at the Rosses. You got Beasley. Are. Beasley's good, but he was a free agent this yeah. year. Yeah, there's nothing. You know, I look at the Knicks. Like, you know, they're a little bit over the cap, but. Now, you can make a couple of moves there. I don't know what you would do with Tim Hardaway Jr. or Courtney Cle- Lee. They've Cle- got some terrible, terrible, terrible contracts would for the Cleveland next Would Cleveland take way. Porzingis? Oh, yeah. I'm sure anybody would take Porzingis, but nobody wants him right now. Come back from an ACL. Like, there's no, there's nothing there. You're not getting anything out of that. I think if you're if you're the Knicks, I mean, there's a problem right now. You look at the Knicks, like, oh, yeah, they could sign Kyrie. How are you signing Kyrie? If you still got three more years of Jakeem Noah at 17.8 mil, Tim Hardaway Jr. at 16.5 million, Courtney Lee 11.7 million. Geez, I wish I was 6.11. Lance Thomas 6.5 million. Don't even have to be good. Yeah, Mudai $3.4 million. I mean, those are guys all with at I, least two years left on their deal. I never heard of any of those deal. guys. Mm-hmm. Noah, I've heard of because of Florida. That's it. That's it. I mean, there's no real matchup there That's with the Knicks. God. And who would go there to be the coach? I know you want to be a coach in the NBA. I don't think so. You've got to look at that and say, it's a nightmare. I mean, even if you, you coach your butt off, you aren't going to win 30 games. Not No way in hell. So now what? On your record is the guy was a loser. Couldn't mm-hmm. win anything. And probably never going to get another job. You better hope they're paying you $10 million a year. Oh, wait, wait. Your name's not... Phil Jackson. He did so well with them. Yeah, he did great. He did uh, He did tremendously. Yeah. I think his name's on all those contracts, isn't it? Yep. The bottom line. Thank you very much. Here's the one I could see working. There's only one deal I could really see all right, here working we go, folks. in all this. Okay. Let's try it. Let's see what we can... See what we can make happen here. I think if you got Kyrie Irving to, to San Antonio. Oh. Maybe they can they can be of assistance in this in this deal. And they trade Ka- Kawhi Leonard. Maybe. Or Pau Gasol. The contract's about the same. Or Aldridge, yeah. Eighteen and seventeen. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. And Kawhi Leonard goes to the the Cavaliers. He goes to the Cavaliers. Then you really you send a message. Right. You really send a message to Cleveland at that point, or to to wow. Leonard. And then you could trade Hayward to the Hayward could get to the Spurs maybe. Let's see how would this work. You take yeah. See the problem is it's gonna have to be separate deals. Like if LeBron comes in, you're not gonna play Hayward with LeBron. Okay, so that's not gonna happen. No. That's not. Your, odds are you're not gonna have that. So, be real interesting. I think I think you could do it. I think a. A Celtics camp Spurs thing might make sense. I think I think you'll see a few things. And the and the Cavaliers, by the way, still have some have quite a bit of money in trade exceptions still. Like uh six one almost ten million dollars in trade exceptions. So they can take back more than most teams can. So we'll see if that uh you know, we'll see if that becomes a thing. But right now, yeah, there there is a mention, there is a possibility that uh How'd you like to be sitting there? I'm just thinking of Gordon Haywood. He just moved his family to mm-hmm. Boston. Mm-hmm. 
Because Utah had a pretty good year after he left. Utah had a very good year after but he left. However, I, the other thing with Hayward too, he spends a lot of his time at his house. He spent a lot of his time this year at his house in San Diego too. A lot of these guys have houses everywhere. Oh, wow. So they'll adapt. Oh yeah. I'm just saying. You thought you were coming to Boston to be with Stevens. You get hurt 20 seconds in, and uh, five minutes in, and then you're in Cleveland. Well, he thought he was going to Cleveland as a restricted free agent until they decided to go back after LeBron. You know? Oh, he he wanted to go to Cleveland? Yeah. Oh. He, he took the visit. He went to Charlotte and Cleveland, and Cleveland decided not to pull their offer, uh, decided to pull the offer. In fact, he was going to sign the offer sheet with them because he was. it was going to force Utah to match it. But they were hoping to do – they could do what Bill Parcells did with the Jets when he got Curtis Martin to sign. He did the old poison pill. He put the thing in there that, you know, if he does this and he has to be the – whatever it is. Starting, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very he much. has to make X amount of money doing this, and if not, then it's this. And, I mean, that's what – because you could do that. Yeah, Pasta's no fool. That's yeah, why Bel- which is why he, Belichick learned it from or yeah, together. That's why he, might have even been. That's Belichick. why I jacked it from him. You know? Belichick's the economist, economy major. <laughs> so it's held him in good stead, boys and girls. It did. It did. So that something in education. Happen. Red Sox looked good last night. Yeah, they, the beaker, as I like to call him, did not. You know what? He settled down actually after that first debacle in the first inning. You know that I mean. Let's face it. That's a rude awakening. I don't care what league you were playing in, what division, and you move up to the big time. We see it in hockey all the time. This kid that's been great in Providence or wherever he's been playing, you bring him up to the big club. Holy, they're totally overwhelmed usually. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened to him last night. I thought. I thought actually, once he settled down a little bit, he was okay. The other problem was the offense did nothing. Not a thing. Benintendi got two of their five hits. That's a problem. One of my home run, but it's weird too because when nobody nobody hits for them, it's like there's nobody one, hits. Yeah, nobody hits. But that'll so that they did, however, play a game. They did. Some of the teams in East didn't bother to play a game. They, yeah, they well, some people they play, have the, they play two games a week. You know, let's not get all flustered here. Two games a week. We'll play some doubleheaders a little later on. No problem. Okay, so the good news is the Yankees are currently in first place, half a game up on on the Red Sox, also .07 points ahead of them in the loss Wait, column. it's actually they're half a game behind. Yes. Oh, yeah, excuse me, half they are. A half a, I, I looked at this wrong. They're a half a game behind, but they are in first place because yeah. they have a .07 it's, winning it's percentage. One of those, it's, which is what it is, really. Winning percentage is what they look at. Yep. Um. So if Boston loses tonight and the Yankees win, the Yankees will be in first place. They are playing Chicago, White Sox. Well, that means they're not. So once again, the Red Sox get to play little sisters of the poor teams while they're banged up. White Sox coming in against Chris Sale. Oh, please. Please. Sale day. Sale day. Please. Who do the Yankees play? Chris Sale's going to have a perfect game tonight. Yankees are uh, taking on the Mets this weekend. (laughs) Let's not be... Let's not be dumping on the Red Sox opponents, please. I can't believe you. I sent that to you. The Mets are going to make available their top two pitchers. Thank you very much. Just what you wanted. They should. Gary Sanchez, Jacob DeGrom. You think 
How do you think, Cashman? Can he do it? I mean, he should, really. When you think about it, he really should. I know Sanchez is young, and he's a power hit and whatever, but you've got plenty of those guys. By the guys. time you get him trained up, here's my deal. By the time you get him trained up and ready to go and doing the things defensively that he needs to do, his body's going to be broken down. He's not going to be able to hit anymore. How long has he been in, I mean, what? how much more time does he need to get ready? Yeah. That's just work, isn't it? Yeah, it's work. What is he? What are they waiting for? But how much more work do you want the guy to put in? Like, I want the guy to be able to hit. Well, but what I'm saying is, did he? Didn't he have any time in the minors? What were they doing? That should have been a daily routine for him in the minors, blocking balls, you know, getting your body squared, all that stuff that we do in high school baseball, actually. And they're going to do that, you know. Haley said no. Oh, Haley's shaking his head. Oh no, don't change. No trade Sanchez. I said, Hales, how many more power hitters do you guys need? I need one through five are better than anybody else's right now. You know? You need and you need some defense. Mm -hmm. And I think you're right. I think they got a good defensive catcher. They bring up a young kid to back him up, and you get a really top notch, top of the line rotation pitcher. It's gonna be either a number one or two. Severino is probably still number one. This, what, whichever one of those guys is going to be number two, aren't they? Are they better than Severino? They're close. Is that enough? Who else is the Mets going to want? My guess is they'd want they'd want Sanchez and they'd want some other pitching prospect or they'd want pitching. And up. if I'm the Yankees, I'm like, look, I'm giving you a franchise catcher here. So you want a franchise catcher, and you're going to give me a franchise pitcher. This is a fairly even trade. It's not like he's trading for a power-hitting first baseman here. No, that's right. You're trading for a franchise catcher. Yeah, I mean, and a good one. You know, I mean, and the last got, time that look, he's got some flaws. The last time the Mets, to me, were you know before this, you know, the run with the with Harvey and Syndergaard and those guys. The last time they were relevant before that, they had a catcher. The last time they were relevant before that, they had a catcher. Mike Piazza, Gary Carter. I, I think in the major leagues now, I'm not sure. You've got to have a, an above, you, not a, just an adequate catch. You've got to have a good catcher. Mm-hmm. Not, maybe not an all-star great catcher, but you could have a, a good catcher or you can't win in that league. Handle the pitching staff. Uh, command the field. I mean, they're your, you're the manager on the field. When the, the, he, He's the one person that can see everybody. He's looking out at the whole defensive setup. He's in charge. Um, hey, by the way, the Red Sox played Swihart at catcher last night. Maybe Showcase. That, maybe that was the problem. Well, that's what they have to do. They have uh, to. If you, you want to trade, if you trade Blake Swihart, if you are going to trade Blake Swihart, you have to play him at catcher because, much like Sanchez, that's why people are interested. Switch hitting catcher, mm-hmm. non-existent, and again, he okay, great, yeah, he could play first base, he could play left field, he could play third base. Is that is that what you want your starting any of those positions to be, Blake Swihart? I don't think so. I mean, he's versatile, which is one of the reasons I think they should keep him. But he's a, whether it's right or wrong, they made him a catcher in the minor leagues. He was not a catcher, right now. If they're going to trade him to any, he's going to be have to be a catcher. They're not trading him as a left fielder. Nobody's taking him as their left fielder. Not happening. 
He's not that great a hitter. I mean, he's a decent hitter. Well, I said I thought they should have gone to the Mets when the Mets needed a catcher the first time. We'll give you Swihart for and so-and-so for Syndergaard. Because at that time, they weren't losing quite like they have been lately. Hey, talking about lousy contracts, how about Cespedes' contract with the Mets? You could have had him. You could have kept him in, in you know, and in Boston. And he is... He's not hurt quite as often as Ellsbury, but he's he's right in the running. It's right there, and and he kind of holds him hostage too. So is this a nine game series with the Mets? I mean, you know, we don't want to rush in anything here. What's uh, what do we got here? Just a over the weekend three gamer. So huh? over the weekend three gamer. It's at City. I was thinking about going this weekend, but Subway Series. Well, I mean, I had such a good time at City Field last time I went. I kind of wanted to watch the Yankees there, but no, they decided to put it that weekend. You think the Yankees guys who live around there just take the subway to the game? Oh, I'm sure do they do. think that they oh, yeah. meet somewhere and take a bus over? I don't know. It's a, a good, good question. question. It is a good question. You know, New York's one of those places that I think technically, if you had a pair of either glasses or sunglasses on a hat, do you think people in New York are paying attention to who's riding the subway? Probably not. I told you that we, when we were in New York one time with my daughter when she was living there, I'm who I am, unfortunately. You know you know me. I like to talk. And when I sit down next to somebody in the subway, I, I strike up a conversation. My sister's got her hands over her eyes like, oh, Dad, and people don't do that. I said, I don't care what people do. Just being friendly. I told you, the woman with the box, I said, what do you got in the box? She says, oh, oh, it's a birthday cake. Take a look. She's opened the box and showing me on this New York subway her cake. Again, my daughter goes, oh, my God, Dad, what, what were you doing? I said, Aaron, what's the big deal? But I think you could get away with it in New York. I don't think you could. I, I, maybe in Boston, but I don't think so. Boston is one of those places that they, they love their sports stars and they know who they are. I don't think Tom Brady could sneak on the subway in Boston. I don't. I just don't think so. You don't think him getting on the TV even, over at Wonderland? Even with a with a, a hat and glasses on, I don't think so. No. First of all, he'd be the tallest guy in the subway, but oh, one of them. So subway series that'll be fun. You were thinking about going down? Is I was that, thinking about going down, but kind of busy this weekend with you know the baseball things. Uh, that yeah, that that little yeah, that's true. I'll be I'll be there June 29th. It'll all work out. That little tour you're gonna take sounds pretty exciting. Fingers crossed on weather. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna see the Phillies. Yep. The Nationals. The, Nationals. the Orioles. Ooh, that the is Yankees. that's mint. Yep. How far away, literally? Uh, are Nationals and Orioles parks. They're not far from each not other. Not very far, right? Uh, under subway? 100 miles. Subway? No, I won't subway. I hate subways. Really? People. Well, because you can have a car anyway, so. I, I Honestly, getting around Washington is not bad. I, I've driven, my my uh, father-in-law was buried at Arlington, and we, we drove down, and uh, it's pretty easy to get around, actually. You know, don't want those senators to have to wait around for any traffic or anything. So they they've got so much really, really important stuff to do. 
<laughs> Whatever that is. <laughs> Any day now, they're going to do something really, really important. Any day. Yeah, we don't know what it's going to be, but they might. You just never know. They're not going to take a recess. August recess. You know why? Because, no, let's not get into politics. No, no, God, no. no. Not going to go No, there. we can't. We can't. People will be phoning in even though we don't have that. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we do. They could call us. I just wouldn't answer the phone. Be ringing all the whole show, though. Oh, yeah. It would be. Hey, it is nice to see the sun. By the way, yesterday, I, I, I expected, you know, I expected it to be warm and sunny. Ten minutes is what we had of that. And then it was really dark. I, I said on the air, I think if it gets any dark in here, we're going to have to turn the lights on here in the tower because it was dark in there. Matter of fact, I was afraid that with all those runs that Oxford Hills had, that we might get rain and not have, not get it in. I, I was a little concerned about that. Yeah, for I almost want to yell down, "Strike out!" so we can get out of here. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> that is such a dilemma for a coach. You're way out ahead. You're looking at the sky and thinking, "Yee, we need to get this, get them up again." Yee. Yeah, but you can't. You just can't say to your kids to go up and strike yeah. out. Yeah, need you to can't. purposely just give that up. I suppose you could say go up and take. <laughs> you can't. You just can't. You want your kids to play and learn how to play. Because sure as heck, you do that, you automatically make outs, and the next team comes back and scores seven runs the next top half of the inning. And then you're saying to yourself, whoops, what happened there? Man, I'm looking at the standings right now in Major League Baseball because you're looking to see who is in it. Who's available? Who Seattle. might be available? Seattle looks pretty good right now. Look at Seattle. They're a game up on Houston right now. They Cano lose Robinson Cano, and they're going crazy. They're doing fine. I swear, that happens to teams. You know, like, okay, we're going to have to pull together and really play hard, like they weren't in the first place, but bang. Who else? Uh, you know, the Houston is, is sitting at 39-25. They're game over, you know, they're game behind. The Angels are seven games over 500. Even Oakland is a game over 500 yeah. in the AL West. I tell you, they do an amazing job for a team that has no talent. It, yeah, no, you're 100%. And then you look around the league, um, you know, the NL Central, for example, oh Milwaukee's God. at 37 to 25, but even Pittsburgh's at 500 yeah. at 31 31. So there's six games back. Um, and then in the NL West, Arizona, 32 and 29, just a hair over 500. Colorado's a half game behind them. And the Dodgers and San Francisco are both sitting at, at 500 at 31-31. And, and that's know, only because Los Angeles has been hot on a firecracker. Yeah, and, and Los Angeles has won uh, seven, has won, seven, uh, seven out of their last 10 now. Yeah. And But if you look around, like San Diego, Cincinnati, yeah. Miami, yeah. those teams are out of it. Texas out of it. White Sox, Royals out of it. Minnesota and Detroit are only four, four and a half back, but I don't, I don't expect them to do much. Minnesota's been a disappointment. I think, this year. I think Cleveland is going to win that division by default. Frankly, um, Toronto's eight games under. They're, they're hitting going it nowhere. Tampa is five games under. They don't even have five starting pitchers. You know, I mean, they've the, lost seven in a row. The and, grand experiment, right? And they're still trucking. Baltimore's out of it, so. You know, it's going to be real interesting to see what, what happens so here the rest either, of the year. But I don't know who's available or who is going to be made available with so many teams thinking that they could be in it. Well, the Mets made their announcement, if you will, yesterday that if they keep losing, which they're going to, that DeGrom and, and Syndergaard will be available. That 
Isn't that great when you're sitting there and you're one of those two guys? Mm-hmm. Thinking, hey, sweetie, I don't know where we're moving to, but stop backing up because we're going somewhere. Every time. What a life. <laughs> you and I would, of course, take that life if given to us, you know. At, yeah, I would I would At $20 deal. million dollars a year. Yeah, I, I probably can handle it. And give it a little. Okay, sweetie, we're going to have to buy another house uh, in another yeah. town. We don't know we'll where buy- yet. Maybe we can maybe we can do the Gordon Hayward. We can buy the San Diego house, you know. Go on Zillow and find out where we're, you know, as soon as right. we find out where we're going, buy a house. And then we'll move <laughs> into it when we get there. <laughs> Sight unseen. Sure, If we don't why like not? it, we can sell it tomorrow, you know. Yeah, right. Why not? Why not? It's B-List Daily from the Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios across the NBR radio network. We'll have more on the way. One more hour of the B-List we're going to talk Patriots here in the next segment. Uh, lots of happenings yesterday down in uh, in Ooh. Foxborough. And uh, we will go over those with you here on the Beelist Daily. There's a winning culture when it comes to sports teams in New England. Well, now there's a new team to add to the list. The orthopedic team at Spectrum Healthcare Partners. An all-star team of orthopedic care right here in your backyard. Four of the area's top orthopedic practices, OA Centers for Orthopedics, Central Maine Orthopedics, Falmouth Orthopedic Center, and Maine Ortho have joined forces to become a dream team of orthopedic care, where physicians, surgeons, sports medicine specialists, and clinical staff share resources and work as one to make patient care efficient and more affordable. To learn more about the orthopedic team at Spectrum Healthcare Partners and connect with a provider in your area, Visit SpectrumHCP.com slash ortho. That's SpectrumHCP.com slash ortho. We believe in better, a better way to invest, a better way to serve you, and a better result. At Frisbee & Associates, we can help you determine how much risk you're taking, red flags that could be potential problems for you, how much you're paying in fees and commissions, potential tax liability, and how to address Social Security. For your free consultation, call Kevin Frisbee at 241-7430. Frisbee & Associates is located in Rumford, Brewer, and in Lewiston at 656 Main Street. Call 241-7430 online at frisbeebenefits.com. See something? Smell something? Do something. When your basement or crawl space smells, don't ignore it. Odors, mold, and harmful pollutants come from too much moisture and not enough air circulation making your home unhealthy. Do something. Call Wave Home Solutions today at 1-888-980-WAVE or go to goodairusa.com. Experts recommend ventilation instead of dehumidifiers to reduce moisture and expel harmful gases and pollutants. Wave Moisture Control Units continuously dry out your home, transforming it into a fresher, healthier environment year-round. Wave Units cost only pennies a day to operate, and there are no buckets too empty. Call Wave today at 1-888-980-WAVE or go to goodairusa.com. That's goodairusa.com or call 1-888-980-WAVE. Wave Home Solutions for a healthy 
If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. Call Wallen Associates now and pay less than you owe. 800-727-0433. That's 800-727-0433. Did you ever look at the stains in your coffee cup and then realize that's exactly what happens to your teeth? Paraswabs is the five-minute solution to get your teeth white without visiting the dentist. This is John Greenhut, the CEO of Paraswabs. And if your teeth are stained from coffee, tea, or smoking, all it takes is five minutes with Paraswabs. In five minutes, you'll see an average of two shades whiter teeth, and in seven days, six shades. It's clinically proven to whiten natural teeth as well as caps and veneers. The secret is a tooth detergent that was developed by Dr. Martin Ginniger that lifts stains off of your teeth. Best of all, there's no messy strips or trays that you have to leave in your mouth for an hour. Just swab your teeth for five minutes, and you're done. To try Paraswabs risk-free, call 1-800-679-0969. That's 1-800-679-0969. I guarantee your bright white smile will have your friends talking about how great you look. Try it risk-free today. 1-800-679-0969. That's 1-800-679-0969. All aboard MBR.org! The place to get all your high school and amateur sports news and information. MBR.org is in high gear with Maine High School Winter Sports. Go to MBR.org to chat about your favorite team. Find the latest articles, travel news, and cancellations or visit their all new and very popular team pages mbr.org has everything you want to know about high school and amateur sports in maine coming in february all the high school tournament action at your fingertips 24 7 it's high school sports heaven all aboard mbr.org You're listening to the B-List Daily on Sports Time Maine, AM 780, WTME, Rumford, Mexico, Dixfield. Bless Daily Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios across the MBR Radio Network. Until after eleven o'clock, Mountain Valley pulled off the road upset yesterday against York, twelve to seven. They'll be in action tomorrow. That's good for them. Extend their season, you know. And in the tournament, I've said it a hundred times. You just don't know what's going to happen. You never know. Some pitcher is hot, or a some uh, some guy uh, suddenly catches on fire and he starts hitting like crazy and carries a team. You just don't know in, in any tournament situation. Same as softball. Tom Brady. Brady doesn't say a lot, and that's pretty telling from Tom E. Curran. 
I didn't listen to the press conference. Is he? What they're saying? He was grumpy. What was this, that all this was the first off-the-cuff media session Tom Brady's been involved in since the Patriots' maddening defeat in Super Bowl Fifty Two. No script, no appearance fee, no solo questioner with whom Brady was comfortable, no editing rights. So what did Brady do in front of this uh, set of 14 cameras and two dozen mic-wielding reporters? He clammed up. It wasn't the honest and introspective guy who spoke in Tom versus Time about mining for purpose. It wasn't the easy-grinning guy that parried Jim Gray's question at the Milken Institute. And, unless I missed my guess, it wasn't the charming, vulnerable, time-addled dad that Oprah undoubtedly got for her Brady doodad that drops on Father's Day. It was four minutes of a verbal Heisman after the Patriots' final minicamp practice at Gillette Stadium. At the very least, I anticipated Brady would say that, after an unprecedented off-season sabbatical from stadium workouts, he felt completely recharged, refreshed, and cleansed. That kind of statement would have signaled that the slings and arrows he'd taken and the endless hanging he caused, and down to the bone over here, had all been worth it. Yep, no. Approaching gently at the start of what we were told to be a quick session, I asked if the guy on the couch in Tom versus Time that seemed so conflicted was still around. Did he still feel conflicted? No, he replied. It's been just a good process for me, and it's been fun to be out here with my teammates. I'm excited about the year. Every year has some different challenges. This is good. It's been a good three days. We've got to try to keep it going, be ready for camp. Over the next few minutes, Brady said personal reasons kept him from OTAs. His relationship with Bill Belichick is and has been, quote, great, and that he never considered retirement. Asked about a new contract, the current run, one runs through 2019. Brady said, I've never talked about my contract. I've never brought up money. I think for a lot of reasons I've said over the years. Those things are very personal. The last question Brady fielded was whether or not he'd attend the final voluntary OTAs of the offseason next week. Brady, showing obvious parental sleight of hand, gave a, can't you see just, uh, can't you see daddy just got home kind of answer? We're not even through today yet, he replied. We've had a good three days. I've been working on things we need to work on. That's what I always focus on. In other words, nope. He missed OTAs yet looked precisely like Tom Brady through the three days of minicamp we watched. He was plenty, plenty mad and fed up in 2017, but won his third NFL MVP. Dragged a defenseless Patriots team up and down the field in the Super Bowl, throwing for over 500 yards, nearly to win a third Super Bowl for the franchise in four seasons, all while being underpaid. So what if he doesn't pass a happy test or a moat to our satisfaction or have a cathartic session with reporters like Chase and Red Sox players do at the picnic tables in Fort Myers? Here's what's relevant. Almost his entire NFL career, he and we have dutifully painted an idyllic scene of blood, sweat, tears, and winning in Foxborough. It was hard, but everybody liked it that way. But the past few years of maneuvering and palace intrigue have bubbled to the surface so completely that Brady has given up the ghost. When it comes to these, this team these days, Brady's relationship would be listed as complicated. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Gronkowski, Gronk came in and really did what I was expecting Brady would do. Yeah, everything's great. Things are good. He kind of moved on, moved forward. And like everybody was all done talking about Gronk, right? Right? I mean, yeah. everybody was after, after that whole thing, everybody was all done talking about Gronk. They were wrapped up. Thanks for playing. You know? Drive home safely. Here's uh here's some sound from Tom Brady yesterday. Uh some from uh from Tom Cuddy and go through Not some of it. I mean I, I uh no. It's great I and mean, we've always had a great relationship. So you know, I've been here for a long time and, and uh you know I love this team, I love this organization and um, you know, I love playing quarterback for him and you know, I loved it last year and you know, I'm having a lot of fun now, so that's that's obviously what's most important to me. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um, it's it's good. You know, I, I always try to figure out different things I need to do. 
an off season to prepare myself and be the best I can be. I mean, I obviously evaluate last season and things I can do better. And um, I don't think this off season was any different for me. I thought about the things I need to do and, and uh, you know, focus on those things so I can be the best I could be once training camp comes. Yeah, I've never, I've never talked about my contract. You know, I've never, you know, brought up money. I think, you know, for a lot of reasons um, that I've said over the years. So those things are very personal. Hmm. Um, I hope not. I mean, every year has different challenges. You know, I mean, there's some years where, I mean, obviously this team has very high expectations. We're trying to win every game. That's, that's what our goals are. So I think those things we have a lot of time to work on, literally. Figuratively, there's a long way to go. You know, we've got a lot of work to do. And it's going to be up to us individually to prepare as best we can. And then collectively, when we come together, we do the same. That was very, very much that, you know, which is interesting. Well, <clears throat> I've always felt where Brady was a little complicated. He, even when he first started, uh, he's, he's very good in front of the press. He, it's almost like he was trained by Belichick. He, he's not as grumpy. But he never tells you something that he shouldn't tell you. You never, he never uncovers any big secret that Belichick doesn't want us to know. He never really talks about his own feeling about when they don't re-sign Welker or when they don't. He never said, I can't believe, never has he ever gone down that road. So I guess I wasn't expecting any big reveal you know, he was going to say, look, I've been here 18 years. I'm sick and tired of being underpaid. I, I want a new contract. Uh, Belichick's hard to, to, to play for. I didn't expect any of that. Why, why would he say that? It's not his personality. He has never said it in 18 years. I think what they asked him is exactly. He wasn't going to tell us why he didn't want to be at minicamp. It's probably none of our business. It does say optional. You know, we've learned over 18 years, he's always here. He's always the guy that gets the parking spot. He's always the guy that works the hardest. You're not going to convince me that he was laying home eating ice cream, watching uh, Netflix and getting fat. Not happening. So he'll be ready. I think that we've been spoiled. He's been the bellwether. And whether or not that forebodes something's different, maybe, but... You know damn well he's going to be ready. They they said it in the clips. He looked just like he'd been here the whole time. Just as sharp as you would expect on top of every little thing because that's who he is. And I'm not one that thinks he has to be there beating himself up uh, for stuff that's optional. I believe that he's earned his right to work out on his own. Ladies and gentlemen, we have heavy breaking news. Oh, here we go. Who have the, who have the Mets traded Ready? to the Yankees? This is, no, this is heavy, heavy oh. breaking news. Right. Heavy. An offer will be put in on my old house today. Sweet. That is good news. It has been on the market for three days. That's unbelievable. And, you know, I, I already gave him my fatherly advice. You know, yeah. the... Eight to ten thousand dollars difference. Bleh, I don't nothing. care. It's nothing. I don't care. You just want it done. I just. I'm. And I'm moving I've, on. I have. I have sunk a few dollars into well, that house. And you don't want to be making two payments. I'm good. I'm out. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you very much. Thank you. Right. Thanks for playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if they jumped on it this quickly, they they want it. 
Okay, so yesterday, okay, I don't know if this is bad form. I don't know. So I leave Oxford Hills yesterday and I start heading back home. Now I have two choices when I head back home. I can head back through Hebron and get to mine it, or I can head back to Mechanic Falls. Well, this time for some reason I decided to go through Mechanic Falls because I need to get gas. And we have an account in Mechanic Falls, so I could go get gas there. So I'm driving. I've been on E for a little while now. Okay, and I'm driving. I'm like, yeah, I know the I know the shortcut. So I take the back road by the old house. And as I'm driving, I drive by, and I was gonna stop by just to see the place because I hadn't I had my key. I, I hadn't seen the place since it had been all cleaned out. Like I had I had done most of the clean out, but the actual official cleaning up hadn't been done yet. Yeah. Oh, so the company hasn't come in yet? They, they, no, they did. Oh, they they, did. It hadn't been done the last time oh, I was there. Oh, last time you saw right. it, right? Sorry. So I um, looked, went, did, you know, checked out, whatever. And all of a sudden, as I was about to turn in, somebody was turning in. And I realized there's another car in the parking lot. So I just, I drove off. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm okay. I'll just, I'll go. So then I came back and I take another loop around. And there's three cars and a minivan. So I assume one is probably the realtor. Right. Okay. And then you've probably got, you know, you've probably got three people there and one of them's a truck. So that means somebody's dad or uncle is a handyman. Yep. Okay. Checking it out. Right. So the whole thing was there. And then I drove by one more time, 20 minutes later, and they were all still there. I and they're somebody stalking us. Somebody and they were talking. Us. Okay. Uh -huh. Now, it, and I'm like, okay, so this must be good. So I came home last night and I said, I think we're going to get an offer tomorrow. So. Like there you go. I think. I think we got an offer. Now, I, I do not know what the offer is yet. I just know it is it is on its way. So the the uh, the uncle or the dad or somebody somebody came looked at and it and said, it you know what? I think we can said, handle this. We can do this. You know, there's yeah. a couple little things that'll give me. You know, we can paint this room, and you know, those are minor things. The upstairs you could totally redo. And the thing is, it's all the stuff that you need to redo is all stuff you don't have to tear anything out and redo no, it. No. You can just redo it. Yeah, repaint or re-carpet. Those are easy. Yeah, no carpets. No, no, carpets, no carpets are all out. Gone. Bye-bye. Yeah. I, the, all the flooring downstairs, we, all been replaced. It's all click vinyl laminate. We are- Wall to wall. We are all uh, done in this country with carpet. Yeah, I, if carpet- If you own a carpet business, you're in trouble because the germs stay there, the moisture, the mold, and I have people, never understood carpet. And people love- um, People love- Hardwood. Well, you know, it's funny because we we tore up a bunch of carpet in our in our front room. It's living room and it's now a living room and computer room and in one of the bedrooms upstairs. But when we put on an addition, remember this is 30 years ago, carpet was in. And we put carpet down. And you know what? When you got dogs and cats, yikes. I mean, I think that'll be one of the things we'll work on once my wife's retired, is taking that carpet up and putting hardwood or something down because, wow. So you said you got what downstairs? Got a, I've got wall-to-wall -wall click. click. It looks like wood, hardwood, but, but it's laminate. laminate. It's click laminate. It goes... Just it's still wood. It snaps in place. Yeah. It's perfect. How thick? Half inch? Hmm. Yeah, I think so. Something like that. Yeah. Couple. Of, I know it's got the thing under it. Wow, so that's good breaking news. I like that. So how's this? It's just nice to get get it taken care of. So yesterday, a guy on uh, Reddit, which is the, a site, reddit.com, 
R-E-D-D-I-T. Yes. If, yep. if people are into Reddit, you know what it is. If not, Google it. A guy broke the Edelman news last night, and he states that he's got more major Patriots news. Been sitting on some bigger Patriots news for the past few days, still trying to verify that it's 100% true, but putting it out there. Regardless, I plan to post it here tomorrow evening. And he did this last night, June 7th at 8.14. But I figured last night was kind of fun. Instead of waiting until tomorrow, maybe we can play a game. If one of you guesses the news exactly correct, I'll go ahead and post it now and give credit to you. Hint, the news is negative, and it's about a current multi-year Patriot. Edit. Everyone, with the exception of one person, is thinking pretty similar with suspension and retirement guesses. Think outside the box. Hmm. You think Brady's going to get suspended? I wonder if somebody got arrested. Somebody's getting sued. Let's think of that roster. I'm thinking... Um... Huh. Dante Hightower? Multi-year... What did it say? Multi-year... Multi-year Patriot. Now, here's your multi-year Patriots list, okay? It's a list of these people. Tom Brady, James Devlin, James White, Julian Edelman, Chris Hogan, Matthew Slater, Rob Gronkowski, Shaq Mason, Malcolm Brown, Trey Flowers, Dante Hightower, Patrick Chung, Nate Ebner, Stephon Gilmore, Deron Harmon, Devin McCourty, and Stephen Gostowski. Not a lot of multi-year Patriots. It's not one of the brothers... So I'm going to say, you know, it might be Patrick Chung. I think it's Patrick Chung. It could be Patrick Chung. I am. I'm. I'm going to guess. I'm. I'm going to guess somebody here. We're, we're going to go. I'm going to go Dante Hightower. Well, that's what I. That was my original thought. Yeah. Dante Hightower. So he's going to miss four games too. One of those. Is that? What I don't know. Thinking? I don't think that's going to be. No. What is it? It's just talking about they're going to retire. Yeah. It's he's tired it. of being injured. Yeah. It's happening at 5 p.m. today. 5 p.m. So he's got inside information mm-hmm. from somebody on the team probably, right? Yeah. Because the guy sitting next to him in the locker has been whining and complaining about, I hate this. Tired of, tired of being beat up. I'm injured. Uh, I've had enough of Belichick. You know, you know the list. Actually, you know what I think it's going to be? I think... Uh I think it might be have to do with Deron Harmon because remember he got arrested trying to go overseas too, or, or had a st- he didn't like get arrested that. or some there was yeah. some stupid Oakland Raiders sort of deal that he tried to do. There's something going on right now. There's someone is doing something. It, it's amazing all the stuff that's coming out of New England all of a sudden. Have you noticed that? I know it's been so closed shop for so long. So why is that? Who's opening the shop, Winger? Well. Yeah, that's, somebody's in control of this stuff. There's that's part of it. Number two, are we not all on the same page anymore? What's the what's causing that? It's the beginning of the end. I mean that. Well, you've been saying that, damn it. But uh, it's the beginning of the end. Well, Brady not being quite quite so committed. Him kind of being standoffish about things. Gronk not wanting to be in camp. And I'll tell you, if it, if it comes back and we find out that this whole thing is because Brady decided to finally be the quarterback diva, Brady's going to lose a lot of... Oh, boy, of, of, I guess. Of, he's going to lose a lot of support from around here. Because they wanted to say that before, that they yeah. thought he was being a diva and he wanted Garoppolo out. And I kept saying, that's not his personality. 
You know what his personality be? Go ahead, keep Garoppolo. I'll beat him out anyway. Right. So and if this I, and is I the still, case, and I still believe that. I'm telling you, if Garoppolo goes to San Francisco and they win a Super Bowl, yeah, and the Patriots start, you know, trying to say Danny Etling is the next guy, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. No, they're well, they're counting on Brady playing in two more years so they can draft somebody next year and and uh, whatever. Which tells me why didn't they do that this year? They must feel like they're good enough. If they pick the right guys, they can win another one. And then worry about the quarterback thing late later. It's the only that's the only explanation for me, because they had a chance to draft a couple of quarterbacks at at the point that they took a tackle. And now they're not even sure he's going to play tackle. They they may move him, and who knows? They've signed some other tackles. They must be worried about tackle for sure. So we haven't talked about Edelman. What is he appealing? Do, he, do we know what the substance was yet? This is what I'm 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 gonna this is what I'm gonna do some digging on now. Let's let's see. The, doesn't it seem interesting that this news this is and this is what I was getting at to. Didn't it seem odd to you that that news about Edelman broke in a similar scenario to the way it did for Alan Branch? That's not supposed to be mentioned until it's done. You're not supposed to hear about um you're not supposed to hear about um, uh, appeals in the National Football League. It's part of the it's part of the agreement. Part of the agreement between the players' association and so the that players. So it wasn't true. It never got out. Correct. Yeah. Well, this whole cons- you know you and I and our conspiracy theory. First of all, that, and secondly, Kellen Win- Winslow Jr. is arrested. Guess what uniform he's got on in the clip? Patriots. Mm-hmm. Holland, he played for the Patriots. 20 minutes? Yeah. That's, Maybe. That's the picture they decided to put up with him, with the article of him being arrested. He's in a Patriots uniform. Of course. Really? Of course. I think this whole thing with Edelman is going to be a blessing in disguise. I'm not wind up about this. I don't care if Edelman's there in weeks one through four. If they can win the division, we would like to have them have home field. But if they can win the, they'll win the division. They'll be in the playoffs. Um, I'm betting on Brady and and company. Look, you uh, still got Chris Hogan. No, and you got you got. Uh, I think Jordan Matthews is going to become very valuable to them yeah, this year. I think I think Patterson. I think uh, I'm still hoping that Malcolm Mitchell. I don't know why could actually be healthy enough to make I want, a difference. I want you to just give up on Malcolm Mitchell. I should. You've I think told me that you've told me that before. I think it's time to let it go with Malcolm Mitchell. All right, I'll go home and tomorrow when I come back on Monday, I'll I'll have forgotten about Malcolm. Just let Mitchell. it, let, let him, it let him right off into the sunset or limp off, whatever it is. Um. Well, you know, uh, I was listening on the way uh, back from the game. I was listening to EEI, and Dale Arnold was talking about the Edelman thing, and he was saying he was a little disappointed. He said when it happened to. Um, Oh, the defensive end a year ago. Uh, Alan, Alan uh, Branch. No, no, no. Before that, then. Ninkovich. Yeah. He he announced it mm-hmm. before it broke, which meant that they've gone all the way through the process. And he gave the example that the, the compound that he took that's on the list, he said they sit side by side on, the, on a counter. They're over the counter. This is not something he's got to go to Puerto Rico to get. It's right here 
on anybody's pharmacy counter. One has this ingredient in it, the other one doesn't. And he picked the one and he said, I, I got to be honest, I didn't even look at the ingredients and it's no big deal. And suddenly it's on the list and he's out for four games. And Dale Lano was complaining a little bit that something that's on the, over the counter should not be something that's on the list that takes you out of, you know. And that happens know, all, all the time. The time. It's, a squ- it's crazy the squirrely and, things that they think and, are on the list. And people don't get it. And and so anyway, he was saying, I wonder if that's what happened to Edelman, because they haven't announced what it was. Was it Woodstrom? Was it this? Was it that? I I immediately said HGH mm-hmm. because he wanted to get healed. But up. they can't. They, they can't, can't test, test for, for that. that unless it's a blood test, and they haven't. They, he's not going to submit to that. Mm-hmm. So I said. Then I said, Well, don't. So it's not that. Or if it is, I don't know how they found out, other than a package delivered to his house. Although if you're Peyton Manning, that that's okay. They just they just disavow it, and it's okay. Um, by the way, the guy that uh, that first he said that he that he gave it to to Manning, and then he recanted his story, is back now saying, "I I got tremendous pressure." There's no question it happened. Not a surprise to me. Right. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's it's yeah. uh, it's okay. Peyton oh, Manning shuckums. can have PEDs. Oh shuckums. He's the he's a good old it's boy. It's no big deal. Yeah. It's no, fine. He's a good old boy. No one cares. He can do whatever he wanted to to the trainer at Tennessee. It's okay. It's, it's not fine. A big deal. It's fine. Why are people all Who wound up? Who cares? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to run around his wife. That's okay. It's none of our business. That part's actually none of our business, but other than his image yeah, so Edelman, uh, four games. So I could say it, it could be a blessing. Keep him healthy for the playoffs. Um, you know, think about it. They had to manage him and all of these last several years. I mean, we're going to miss him because he was big in the playoffs. But during the regular season, they played him here and there. He went in on third and long, and he'd catch a pass now and then because they didn't, they didn't want him to miss the playoffs. So if Edelman's healthy when it counts, we'll take that. Give him a little bit more time to heal up from the, you know, they say when you first come back from ACL, you're not quite who you were. You don't have the quite the same pop, and this will give him a chance to get himself ready. Now, they can't practice with the team. Is that correct when they're out on that? Correct. They can't practice. They can't have any contact. Because that was the deal that was crazy with Brady. (laughs) He's treated like it was PED. Couldn't be anywhere near the place. I mean, that is the stupidest thing ever. Hmm. Although, kept him fresh and won a Super Bowl. We'll take that. I think... I, and do you think Brady was a little grumpy? I mean, people wanted to tie it to TB12 in Guerrero. Well, and that this was kind of my thing yesterday. And this is why you kind of got caught there. Is Brady grumpy because, you know, he knows he's going to get asked about OTAs next week? Is he grumpy because with this whole thing with Edelman getting busted, this is the first time somebody's gotten busted that was that was working with TB12. Connected. yeah. And then Guerrero had to, you know, Guerrero Made released a statement. a statement. Because to me, Brady's looking at this, uh, at this thing with Guerrero. And this is his future. I mean, this is hundreds of millions of dollars. That could keep him relevant for years to come. I mean, he could be like, remember when Hulk Hogan was doing infomercials? George Foreman did infomercials. I mean, this could be Tom Brady's thing after he retires. Does he really need it? 
No, it gives him something to do, I guess. What are you going to do? What do you do after you retire, you know? Yeah, he's not going in the booth. No. That's not his personality. No, no, no. He, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, to be relevant, to do commercials, they only want you because people remember who you are. Mm-hmm. Although you know darn well that he could do commercials if he wanted. He hasn't really wanted to. Yeah, I suppose. It gives him something to do, keeps him relevant, gets him out of the house now and then. I don't know. I just wonder what, what it is that guys have this need to make more money after they've made 15 to $20 million a year. Can you believe they're going to pay LeBron $35 million? I mean, he's probably worth it, but uh, geez, that's a lot of money. Although they were saying he gets less than 50% of that. He's going to make about about $15 million by the time they take the taxes. And there's something else in the NBA where they take a percentage of that and... There was an article about it that, yes, it's a lot of money, but it's not as much money as we think it is. Oh, woe is me. We will take a break. Got something else to talk about after the break. It's Beelis Daily. Don't go away. I mean, if you do, we'll understand, but we won't be, we won't be happy with you. You're listening. There's a winning culture when it comes to sports teams in New England. Well, now there's a new team to add to the list. The orthopedic team at Spectrum Healthcare Partners. An all-star team of orthopedic care right here in your backyard. Four of the area's top orthopedic practices, OA Centers for Orthopedics, Central Maine Orthopedics, Falmouth Orthopedic Center, and Maine Ortho have joined forces to become a dream team of orthopedic care where physicians, surgeons, sports medicine specialists, and clinical staff share resources and work as one to make patient care efficient and more affordable. To learn more about the orthopedic team at Spectrum Healthcare Partners and connect with a provider in your area, visit spectrumhcp.com ortho. That's spectrumhcp.com ortho. We believe in better. A better way to invest, a better way to serve you, and a better result. At Frisbee and Associates, we can help you determine how much risk you're taking, red flags that could be potential problems for you, how much you're paying in fees and commissions, potential tax liability, and how to address Social Security. For your free consultation, call Kevin Frisbee at 241-7430. Frisbee and Associates is located in Rumford, Brewer, and in Lewiston at 656 Main Street. Call 241-7430 online at frisbeebenefits.com. See something? Smell something? Do something. When your basement or crawl space smells, don't ignore it. Odors, mold, and harmful pollutants come from too much moisture and not enough air circulation making your home unhealthy. Do something. Call Wave Home Solutions today at 1-888-980-WAVE or go to goodairusa.com. Experts recommend ventilation instead of dehumidifiers to reduce moisture and expel harmful gases and pollutants. Wave Moisture Control Units continuously dry out your home, transforming it into a fresher, healthier environment year-round. Wave units cost only pennies a day to operate, and there are no buckets too empty. Call Wave today at 1-888-980-WAVE or go to goodairusa.com. That's goodairusa.com or call 1-888-980-WAVE. Wave Home Solutions for a healthy, comfortable, 
If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. Call Wallen Associates now and pay less than you owe. 800-727-0433. That's 800-727-0433. Did you ever look at the stains in your coffee cup and then realize that's exactly what happens to your teeth? Paraswabs is the five-minute solution to get your teeth white without visiting the dentist. This is John Greenhut, the CEO of Paraswabs. And if your teeth are stained from coffee, tea, or smoking, all it takes is five minutes with Paraswabs. In five minutes, you'll see an average of two shades whiter teeth, and in seven days, six shades. It's clinically proven to whiten natural teeth as well as caps and veneers. The secret is a tooth detergent that was developed by Dr. Martin Ginniger that lifts stains off of your teeth. Best of all, there's no messy strips or trays that you have to leave in your mouth for an hour. Just swab your teeth for five minutes, and you're done. To try Paraswabs risk-free, call 1-800-679-0969. That's one 800 I guarantee your bright white smile will have your friends talking about how great you look. Try it risk-free today. 1-800-679-0969. That's 1-800-679-0969. All aboard MBR.org. The place to get all your high school and amateur sports news and information. MBR.org is in high gear with Maine High School Winter Sports. Go to MBR.org to chat about your favorite team. Find the latest articles, travel news, and cancellations. Or visit their all-new and very popular team pages. MBR.org has everything you want to know about high school and amateur sports in Maine. Coming in February, all the high school tournament action at your fingertips 24-7. It's high school sports heaven. All aboard MBR.org. Felix Daly from the Spectrum Healthcare Partners Series across the NBR Radio Network on Sports Time Main AM 780 from the Spectrum Healthcare Partners broadcast booth. So, by the way, I thought yesterday Edelman was going to make an announcement about what happened. All we heard is an appeal and nothing. He didn't make a statement, did he? No. Nothing. So at this point... They kept saying he was going to any minute now, and then nothing ever happened. Okay, I thought maybe I missed it. No, I don't... Not that I know, you know of. My social life, I was so busy, I thought maybe I missed oh, it. Oh, I totally understand. I mean, that's... Yeah, yeah. Mine's not quite as busy as Haley's, but it's, you know, it's right up there. Let me see if there was anything. There's a statement from Alex Guerrero. There's yeah, nothing from well, Julian yeah, Edelman. So disappointed that poor, poor Edelman got nabbed. Not our doing. We didn't have anything to do with nutrition. Does that think he make me? He 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 doth protest too much. You know. This is the other question, though. Okay, and this is the other question. <clears throat> This is the question I'm asking you. Because Edelman was talking to the media yesterday 
before this news came out. Never, never said anything. Had an opportunity. Look, I screwed up. I'm appealing it. Here's what happened. You know what? 90% of the New England fans say, oh, okay. Here, here's, no here's Edelman. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, everyone's a competitor. So, you know, sometimes uh, you're your worst own enemy when, when you're trying to do that. But, you know, it is what it is, and there's a big part of the process. And you know, I got a lot of guys, uh, training staff, help me out, TB12, all that stuff. To get to where I want to be. Uh, no, I mean it's all. Your confidence is built through your preparation, your fundamentals, and so uh, you know we've been working really hard at those things. And uh, you know it's one of those things where each step you take, you know you're prepared for that step. So uh, that's how I feel. Did he sound depressed to you? No. Do you think he knew? He would have known by then, right? Can I can I put forth a theory? Here we go. Slight theory. Theory nonetheless. Am I going to like it? No. Okay. Hit me. Hit me, baby. I think Belichick is the source. Now, whether it's Belichick or someone close to Belichick. Belichick's the source. This is about all Guerrero. these years. This is about Guerrero stuff. About any of it. About anything that happens with the Guerrero. Anybody who's pro Guerrero in that building, yeah, is on the blacklist. Is yeah. on the list. Yeah. Right now, that's what I think. So you think Belichick et al. Yeah. Leaked it. Uh huh. And put him in the spot, and everybody immediately tied it to Guerrero. Yeah. Well. Stranger things have happened. We'll never find out, of course. That baby's so deep in the vault that we'll be hunting for it for years. But, uh, wow, that's an interesting theory. Because you do wonder, where did it come from? Because although there should be an investigation by the NFL, because it's a, it's a, it goes against the, the league's collective bargaining agreement, Where's the Players Association saying, whoa, where did this information come from? We, You can't release that. And the NFL is going to say, we didn't release it. So now where do we go? That's interesting. Maybe there is something to your theory because, like we've said, you you can't just release that stuff. It's a, There's a, a policy and a process, and this isn't it. Interesting. That's to get back at Guerrero and his band of renown, or... That would make Brady grumpy if he thought that was happening. Just doesn't make sense to me. Don't want to hurt the brand. Well, I I do feel that, I mean, the Red Sox are world famous for that. Leaking something so that they look good or they can get ahead of it or they, they do that all the time. And or disparage somebody so that when they dump them, it doesn't look so bad. You know, I thought they did that to Francona. Oh yeah, they want him out, so they raked him over the coals and then dump. You know, so that they didn't look bad, which all of us said, no, it makes you look worse. But huh, that's interesting. And I never, 
that part never crossed my mind. I do I think seeing... it's Belichick directly? No, I don't no, think no, Belichick. No, no. I don't would... think Belichick is texting Seth Wickersham. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you know, Belichick has a personality. He has friends. I'm sure there are people that Belichick has friends. I'd have to. I'd have to verify that. Please. Maybe it's coming from Bon Jovi. Yeah. Well, hey, that, he is a friend there. Hey, speaking of leaking stuff. Let's assume that Colangelo didn't have the phones and didn't do things, that it was all his wife. At some point, so, I mean, I'm assuming the other, that it was him and she's taken the fall for it. Yeah. When they put her under oath, she said, I did this or whatever, which doesn't make any sense to me. I don't care how much your wife is involved and whatever. She doesn't know all that stuff. I don't care. Even pillow talk. My, I mean, my wife was a, a teacher and a coach. She didn't know half the stuff that went on, even when I shared with her. She, I mean, half the time she wasn't paying attention anyway. But I think he threw his wife under the bus to try to save, you know, not this job, but the next job, which is despicable. That's even worse than the other stuff. Stand up and take your punishment. Anyway, I, I want to get off of my chest. That was, I'm that glad was, you got that. That was bugging me all day yesterday. Like, Dropping hey, you stand nuts, up, huh? buddy. Even, you know what? Let's say it was her. How about stand up and saying, no, this is my responsibility, and I'm sorry it happened, and take the heat off her. I, I say it's him, and he threw her under the bus. Think so? I don't know. Anyway, back to back seems, to Belichick. It, it seems pretty. Uh, I'm kind of. I think of. I mean, I that that's my thought on Belichick. I don't know. I mean, something I'm, something happened there, though. I something is going on there. I don't understand. Tell me what. Do you think that he thinks that Guerrero is dirty and he wants to keep his guys away from it? Is that why he? Took I think that, that might stand? be. I think that's probably a part of it. I think there's multiple things. Or the fact that he's not in charge of Guerrero. I want to nip it in the bud. Um. Yeah, there, there's definitely something there because I mean he made a to do over it, and it didn't have to be. You know, he let him be involved, and then he pulls the plug versus saying initially. No, we our policy is these are our people, and thank you very much. But you cannot ride on our plane, and you cannot be all over the field. If you want to see Tom afterwards, he can be right over there. We'll put a little, we'll put some paint on the thing, and you can guys can stand in that square and work right there. Otherwise, than that, you know, that's all company policy. Mm -hmm. I mean, and you know what? I don't care that you don't like it, Tom. Have we ever done anything different? I mean, he could have said that, and, and, and there wouldn't anybody would dispute it. This is what the policy is. These are the rules we're going to do. And he if, didn't do and that. And if this was such an issue to me, then you should have traded Brady. Well, no, absolutely. If you think this is interfering, I love the guy. Let him go. So, and Guerrero goes with him. And I feel like I still feel like if Kraft told Belichick you can't trade Brady, that Belichick would have left. He he would have right? left and said no. I'm not wrong on have, that. You're going to have to fire me. I I no. yes. There's no way that you know, on the face of this earth, knowing Belichick, that he got himself in a spot where if Kraft said you're doing this or else. There's no way. It's just not who he is. Mm -mm. He's just like Parcells. They're, they're two peas in a pod. He would have said, no, I'm not doing that. 
you're, you're going to have to fire me. And you know what? If Kraft felt that way, he would have fired him. Yep. Except he wants to win, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. So, no, I, I think the whole thing with trading Garoppolo is, had to do with you can't have your backup quarterback making $24 million. You, nope. you can't do it and win. Nope. So, anyways, back to Brian Colangelo. Peter Vesey had a column this morning that ran. Back in the day, Brian Colangelo used to run at the old Jewish Community Center in Phoenix. <laughs> quote, he was arrogant and not a team player, end quote. A participant emailed me yesterday after BC resigned as 76ers president of basketball operations. It reminded me of my friend Bill Bradley saying he could assess the character of a person by playing basketball with him for about 45 minutes. Bradley was wrong. I've long maintained it takes about two to three possessions for a person to reveal his true soul. Seems like he got what he deserved, wrote my friend who played three years in the NBA, but still, it's always sad to see a person's fall from grace. Although it was a nice touch by the Sixers to send out news of Colangelo's departure under a phony account. In a pathetic attempt to upgrade his, in- his image, Colangelo has offered to anonymously tweet score updates to J.R. Smith. I love it. <clears throat> nice article. Yeah. I maintain he threw his wife under the bus, slime ball. I'm sorry. Probably is. I'm sorry. I. What else could it be? If it was him, he needs to be man enough to stand up and say, I got carried away. I apologize. You know, I, I don't know if he's going to get another job in the NBA, but somebody will hire him. The guy has some skill, I believe. Yeah, but do you trust him to... Well, that's another question. Does that make them not a good place for free agents to go? I mean, who are they going to go with? I mean, the word is the guy that used to be in Cleveland's the top candidate. Is it Griffin or Griffith, whatever his name is? Griffin could be, Griffin. but... Then LeBron won't go there, right? Isn't it LeBron doesn't like him? I, I don't know. Well, I don't think... He, I, if you look at the, the roster this guy put together, um, I'm asking the question, then people are like, well, it's LeBron, LeBron put that roster together. Well, no, if you're the general manager, you can tell LeBron, no, no, LeBron, no. Sorry, buddy, I'm in charge here. Thank right. You. Although, I'm telling you, I, I think in that league where the, the players are the stars, period... And they have all the control. Um, you don't want LeBron to say, "Well, if that's the way it's going to be, I'm leaving." I mean, I I understand what that leaves you with. So they, I, I'm I'm not so sure they don't cow down to a guy like him. I said I think it's hard to coach him. I think it's hard to be his general manager. I think it's hard to be his owner. I think all those things can be difficult. They really can. Sure, it could be. I just don't feel like it would be difficult here. And I think you have a big opportunity. I think you've got a big opportunity here if you're the Celtics to take over, uh, to take over the entire uh, NBA. No NBA. Question. Well, no, the sports landscape here in New England. That's true. Good point. Am I wrong at that? No, you're right. I mean, you keep saying that the that the Patriots aren't going to be quite where the Patriots have been. They're still going to be decent. As long as Brady can stand up, they're still going to be decent. Even, but even if it's this year or next year. Yeah. And you never have any faith in the Red Sox. I mean, their farm system's depleted. What did, Done. what did, what did, th- this is the thing about Jalen Beeks yesterday. What did that show you? Now that he's the number one prospect with the other guy getting hurt, Groom being hurt, now what? Yeah. And Chavez being on PED suspension. Yeah, it showed me we're, we're hurting. We're still counting on Brian Johnson. You saw him pitch. He gave up two runs in a heartbeat last night. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, and then the and the Bruins. I mean, the Bruins' future looks really bright. But you know what? I don't think the Bruins, the Bruins have have filled the garden, no matter what. I mean, if it's what they got for record, it's full all the time. They've never had a night where you look out and you go, "Wow, look at all the empty seats." Never, even through the dark days, they they still sell out. You could never do what we used to be able to do with the Celtics: walk in, get a ticket on the playoff day. What? Nope. No, not on the Bruins, and. I think they've got the right combination. I think Sweeney has made some good moves. They got a good young coach who likes his players. They like him. Uh, he's made some decent moves, and um, they got some good young players. I, I think they're going to be pretty good. The Red Sox, though, if you notice this, you know, back in two thousand four, two thousand five. Six. Everybody lived and died by the 162-game schedule plus playoffs, the Boston Red Sox. Whatever happened the night before was talked about in depth the next morning. Sure, water cooler, water cooler. All the time by everyone. Red Sox lost last night to the Tigers. I. uh, It's pretty blasé, everybody. it's, 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 It's mentioned later on. I think last night's game is a big issue. I think it shows you the difference between the Yankees and Red Sox when things, because this is when things start getting wacky. Okay, you got JD Martinez now with a bad back all of a sudden. Okay, that's great. It's cool. You never know what David Price is going to come down with. Moogie bets, right? Yeah, Yeah, Price. My my hope is that he opts out at the end of the year, but not going to. Yeah, good luck with that. But when you go down and dip into your farm system for a spot start, look at what the when the Yankees did that with uh, Herman. I mean, he pitched well, beat the A's, and and Herman's been a good starter for them, good fifth starter. He's not going to be an ace, but he's going to get your starts and keep you going, keep you afloat. I mean, his be- his worst start so far, he allowed three runs. Okay, I'm okay with that. You bring up a guy in Beaks and he gives up five runs in the first inning. What happens when when and they were five hard runs? Yeah. They racked the ball. What happens no... if Pomeranz doesn't come back or doesn't come back at full strength? Okay, because he's in for him. What happens the next time David Price misses a start? You gonna you gonna start digging uh, uh, digging into your relievers well, too? We got nobody to bring up in the farm system. You and I have already talked about that, and they can't make a trade for who, who are they going to give up? They have to give up Moogie Betts. Not doing that. Right. Yeah, there's not... Benintendi? You had your opportunity to trade players on this roster in the offseason for upgrades. You had a chance to trade Jackie Bradley Jr. this offseason. It wasn't done. Yeah, you wouldn't have got 100% of the dollar, but you might have got 75. There was no... There, there was no bother to that this year. The other, the other consideration is, evidently, John Henry doesn't care about the money and the luxury tax. So they just go buy somebody, a la the old Yankees. Because that didn't always get them what they wanted either. But And then it takes you to 200. We've, and we've, we've documented that already. Then that takes you up to 250-something million on a payroll. You know, I'm not so sure, even though we'd be miserable with it if we were the Red Sox and the Yankees, those small market teams like Oakland who... Make do with a gritty, tough, young. <laughs> and when they get really good and their contract's up, they let them go or they trade them or whatever and start over. But they are always competitive. 
Think about it. You ne- you hardly ever see Oakland at the bottom of the barrel. It's true. And when you do, they usually tear it down and rebuild. No, and fairly quickly, you know. By the way, uh, Celtics are going to be uh, bringing some people in for workouts today. LeBron can't work out today, right? He's no, got, he cannot. Uh, got a game tonight. He's not available for the draft. Yeah. Okay. Celtics have worked out about 50 or 60 players so far. Really? And they've narrowed down their selections at 27 to about 10 players who might be available. Due diligence. Celtics, dra- names? Celtics draft workout today includes Dang Adele of Louisville, Jeffrey Carroll from Oklahoma State, Billy Preston from Kansas, also played in Bosnia, Alonzo Trier from Arizona, Kendrick Williams from TCU, and there's one more guy. One more. You might know him. Grayson Allen from Duke. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say, other than that name, I'm counting on you to tell me whether you know any of those guys. I don't, outside I of Grayson know, Allen. I didn't know any of them. I was saving it for the end of the Grayson Allen. I, I noticed you, you threw that in at the end. Do you think he'll ever grow up, or do you think that's just, just who his nasty personality is? Eh, I don't know. He's one of those guys, you know, that could be really good in the NBA because he's an outside shooter. The problem is how tall he's not very big, is he? How tall is he? Six eight, I'm thinking. He's that tall? Six seven, six six. I don't know. I'm looking that up. Really? Wow, everybody else must be tall because he's not. I can't big. believe he's six three, you know. Wow, nobody's six three anymore. No, nobody's six three. And if you are six three, you better be a point guard. Yeah, you better be that's right. And you better be some special. He's looking it up. Meanwhile, I'm... Looking it up, folks. Grayson Allen. He is 6'5". All right, there you go. 6'5", 6'6". But, you know, that's not bad. 6'5". We had a lot of great players at 6'5". It's really almost... With guys like Tatum and and, uh, Jalen Brown, whatever, that can handle the ball unbelievably, or (laughs) or Kevin Durant at 7 feet, and they can dribble and lead a fast break. You know, the the six two point guard is a thing of the past. I think that's one of the things that hurts Isaiah Thomas. You know, he's just so small. If he was the, even when if, when he's the shooting guard, he has to play defense at some point. And if the other team's any good, they're going to do a quick pick, and he's going to be stuck with somebody six ten, who's just going to back him down and shoot a little baby hook. And you're either going to have to double team and leave somebody open for a three or you're cooked. Mm-hmm. That's what made the Celtics so good. They're so long that they, they those little switches don't hurt them as much. Other than Kyrie, and he actually this year played pretty good defense compared to what we've seen in the past. I thought he improved enough this year. I mean, when you're oh, on a team absolutely. that actually focuses on oh, that absolutely. sort of thing. I mean, that, it, it's a... Looked at me like it was number one. Because they, if anything, they lost because they'd get in an offensive funk every once in a while. Even with him. Although, without him, there's no question they got into an offensive funk now and then. Mm-mm-mm. So, we know that there's two Oxford Hills games tomorrow. Yep. And we know there's a Mountain Valley game tomorrow. We just don't know when. 
Yeah. What else will we thinking? Anything? Or is that what we're covering? That's what we've got tomorrow. Unless you've got more announcers that I'm unaware of. I I can't. I I, I just, I don't, I don't feel the need to, to run a bunch of people around and all over the state. And there's not enough turnaround time. I mean, you get a Thursday game and then you got to get it, uh, you get it Saturday. I mean, there's not. Yeah. I, well, I don't, covering three games, three games. Who else is doing that? Yeah, no exactly. One. Three games at once. I'm okay with that. You know what I think? I think that's enough. And they're all going to be. I'm not here to break. I'm not at the point to break our own records here. Four or five games at a time. I I just don't think there's a need for that. You mean like basketball when we're got 19 games going on? Correct. Especially when you're remote. That that presents another little kettle of fish. Mm Mm-hmm. I got to remember to to, uh, charge up my hotspot tonight just to be sure. Although yesterday I plugged it in anyway, so that was a good idea. Never hurts. Mm-mm. So I'll be at Oxfields doing softball. I, I'm not sure yet. I was going to say I know the names. Yes, I, as soon as I know, you will know. I would hope someone would reach out to me soon, but we'll see. We'll see. That game is at what time? Noon. 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 None. By the way, we went to go on the air yesterday, like like expected at three uh, thirty, and wow, we must have had a lot of ads yesterday because we didn't actually talk until about quarter of. You had some ads on, yeah. Guess so. That's a good thing. A lot of people listening and sponsoring us. You know, that's a tough one. People want to know what those teams are doing, but noontime on a workday is tough. Could have a triple crown winner this weekend. Oh, that would be great, wouldn't it? I love that. I told you Josh has been to the Preakness, I think three times when they were huh. going for when they were going for for a triple crown. <laughs> Not once did it happen. Uh, boy, one of the times my my sister my my daughter went with him and said it was the hottest day of the year. Remember, and it was so hot, it was brutal. Quite an accomplishment if he makes it. That makes no sense to me. So, all right. What makes no sense to you? I just saw some random Twitter rumor that the Celtics are reportedly intrigued by the thought of Carmelo Anthony and Green. I don't know what oh, they'd be intrigued no, by. Shoot me right now. I don't know what they'd be intrigued if, by. If Carmelo Anthony... What are you make, intrigued by with that? I'm making a statement right now. If, if they pick up Carmelo Anthony, I've watched my last Celtics game. You think so? You're right. I'm going to go right on record right now, right on the air. I'm done. The guy has never once been a team player. The Celtics have stood for nothing but that. Not watching it. It's going to be hard enough to watch LeBron. I couldn't take both of them. Yeah, some guy sitting in his basement spreading rumors. Love it. Love it. Mm-mm-mm. We will see. We will see what so happens. So hung on before we'll know whether LeBron's going to be in green. What's it? I don't is, know. That's a, that's a few weeks. Probably, I think you'll be looking at about July 4th. So the, the, the season supposedly ends tonight. Yeah. When's the draft? Two weeks? Yeah, it seems to me. I know yeah, they a signed, couple weeks. I know we were at camp when they signed Brad Stevens because I got the notice and I went, Wow. 
Brad Stevens. Nice. That does it. That wraps it up. I was looking at the clock and I said, yeah, we're good. Another week. Another week. Another week down. We'll see you Monday. The Warriors will be champions by then. Good. Very good. Uh, very life, good possibility. Life on that. will be good. And then we'll get ready for the real stuff, the NBA offseason, because who's going to want to talk about and baseball? And then wanting to find out whether it's the Red Sox or the Yankees doing the wild card game. We'll find out. See you Monday. There's a winning culture when it comes to sports teams in New England. Well, now there's a new team to add to the list. The orthopedic team at Spectrum Healthcare Partners. An all-star team of orthopedic care right here in your backyard. Four of the area's top orthopedic practices, OA Centers for Orthopedics, Central Maine Orthopedics, Falmouth Orthopedic Center, and Maine Ortho have joined forces to become a dream team of orthopedic care where physicians, surgeons, sports medicine specialists, and clinical staff share resources and work as one to make patient care efficient and more affordable. To learn more about the orthopedic team at Spectrum Healthcare Partners and connect with a provider in your area, visit spectrumhcp.com ortho. That's spectrumhcp.com ortho. We believe in better. A better way to invest, a better way to serve you, and a better result. At Frisbee and Associates, we can help you determine how much risk you're taking, red flags that could be potential problems for you, how much you're paying in fees and commissions, potential tax liability, and how to address Social Security. For your free consultation, call Kevin Frisbee at 241-7430. Frisbee and Associates is located in Rumford, Brewer, and in Lewiston at 656 Main Street. Call 241-7430 online at frisbeebenefits.com. See something? Smell something? Do something. When your basement or crawl space smells, don't ignore it. Odors, mold, and harmful pollutants come from too much moisture and not enough air circulation making your home unhealthy. Do something. Call Wave Home Solutions today at 1-888-980-WAVE or go to goodairusa.com. Experts recommend ventilation instead of dehumidifiers to reduce moisture and expel harmful gases and pollutants. Wave Moisture Control Units continuously dry out your home, transforming it into a fresher, healthier environment year-round. Wave Units cost only pennies a day to operate, and there are no buckets too empty. Call Wave today at 1-888-980-WAVE or go to goodairusa.com. That's goodairusa.com or call 1-888-980-WAVE. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. Call Wallen Associates now and pay less than you owe. 800-727-0433. That's 800-727-0433. Did you ever look at the stains in your coffee cup and then realize that's exactly what happens to your teeth? Paraswabs is the five-minute solution to get your teeth white without visiting the dentist. This is John Greenhut, the CEO.